The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I have a um, PSAT prep question for you. Oh, great. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, what is wrong with this season? Is it A, <laughs> they fucked up the perfect relationship of Pandy to move forward the agenda of Joey and Pacey? B, they gave Andy a dumb storyline and an even dumber haircut? C, they brought in Eve, who's not only a freak in the sheets, but also an overall freak. Or D, all of the above. Definitely all of the above. Come on now. Easiest yeah, PSAT question of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're here talking Dawson's Creek. As always, we are up to season three, episode three here. None of the above. Um, honestly, it's like a silly, ridiculous episode, but like, actually, it's comical I really, yeah, in its ridiculousness, I think. Yeah, I actually thought it was the best episode of season three thus far. I agree with that. I think yeah, the hilarity ensues so and like, it's very yeah. much, I think every single one of these episodes so far has had like a very stereotypical teen drama plot line. So we had yes. to get in the cheating scandal. Lots you of know? tropes. Lots of yes. uh, tropes. Um, yeah. I feel like this episode was trying to capture like the lightning in a bottle that they yeah. achieved with sex she wrote. But like, yes. but with like none of the charm because, because Abby, Abby isn't here. Abby fucking Morgan's not there. Yeah. You know that Abby Morgan would have been like all up in their shit about this oh a million percent she would have stole the damn test herself bitch no she wouldn't because right. she doesn't give a fuck she would have stole it just for the fun that's who yeah. morgan is right exactly yeah. so but i did enjoy it i thought that i mean obviously there's issues that i have with like 
overall, like once again, character based things. Would our characters from Do- um from seasons one and two do this? I don't know, but nonetheless. Yeah. How was your week, Jessica? It's good. It feels like it's one of those things where every individual day feels very long. But then all of a sudden I woke up and I'm like, oh, shit, it's already Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've never had those weeks. Right. Yeah. Like this week, it just felt like it was, I don't know. It it went fast and slow for me. Yeah. So yeah. it was a Luckily, weird one. It's Thursday, which means we're almost to Friday, which means we're almost to the weekend. And I have a vacation coming up. So I'm getting like excited for that. We will have like important news for you all soon on that um, because we're going to be technically off that week, but we're putting out a bonus Dawson's Creek podcast as a result. It's not for a few weeks. So don't you worry your little heads about it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but just the heads. emotionally prepare you. Yeah. No yeah. one cares. They're like, bitch, live your life. It's fine. I know. Like, I feel like you're having like a moment about this. Like, I don't want people to, to be like, well, I am because it's we never take weeks off of Dawson's Creek. Like, we've taken weeks off of Boy Meets World in between seasons. And like, I think I had like a headache one day and I think we just like a delayed recording. But it's very, very rare that we miss Dawson's Creek because the show is ridiculous and we love it. We can't miss it. Right. So that's why we've come up with a surprise. I think it should be a surprise. It should be a surprise. We shouldn't say it here. But there will be a surprise that will be releasing the week. Let's see. It would be releasing on, what, the 11th, I think? I believe that's when it will release. I I don't think it's the 11th. It's not. It's the 18th. Yeah. It's the 18th. So you still have a while to wait, people. October 18th. (laughs) Expect a surprise in your She's podcast. She's so excited too. about the surprise. I can't even hold it in. I can't. She can't even. It in. Number one, she can't hold it in. Number two, like she has no chill about it. So no, I don't. Well, that this is just you have to like get the people excited, get them amped, get them wondering. You know, send yeah. in your thoughts. What do you think it is? It's not that exciting, people. See, now I feel like I'm over hyping. Okay, so like <laughs> this is exactly like the time when I was a kid and like Nickelodeon was like it was New Year's Eve and Nickelodeon yeah. was like. Wait till midnight. We have an amazing surprise for you. Oh, Don't you, you what wait. they told children to w- stay up until midnight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so I goodness. was like, oh my gosh, like I have to stay up till midnight. I have to watch it. Yeah. Because I was fully fucking convinced that slime was gonna come out of my TV screen. What? How old were you? And slime me. I don't I was young. <laughs> I was really young. I was fully intending that that's what was gonna happen and I waited till midnight and I was waiting and then people did get slimed but it wasn't me. It was like somebody else on the TV screen um, and like that's why you don't hype stuff up yeah. because next thing you know you're waiting at the TV waiting to get slimed and you don't get yeah. slimed. Sorry everybody it's not that exciting. Don't get that job. It's just something to tide you over while I'm on vacation so that I don't have to take time out of my vacation to record a podcast. That's mm-hmm. all. The sacrifices you give. I know. I know. I'm such a martyr. You are. Please oh. feel bad for me, everybody. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> what? I know. I know. Um, And I should say, I should preface by saying we're going to Seattle. We're not going anywhere wild, nowhere crazy. We're going to be very safe, mask up. Wear a mask, people. Anyway, moving on from that, let's talk Dustin's Creek because I'm really excited to actually get into this episode this week. Um, yeah, let's fuck it up. Let, oh, I, can't, I cannot wait to talk about that scene because I was like, 
I thought that I had missed something, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" But what let's, the fuck what is the going fuck on? Is happening? Yeah. Um. So I am to understand that we do have a special voicemail we're supposed to play. Should I play it now, or do I play it after we talk about the first scene? You have to tell. No, me. I mean, let we've already said that we have surprises, so let's let's give this surprise. Okay. This is this is um a voicemail. From our friend Dirtbag Kelly, and it's about the opening scene of Dawson's Creek. None of the above. Um, season three, episode three. Air date is, um, I think it's October 13th, oh, 1999. Geez. Okay, here it is from Dirtbag Kelly. We're going to play his uh, his track here. Hey, guys. Just uh, here again this week. Kind of a boring episode for me. I didn't take a lot of notes. So let's talk about what I want to talk about. Felicity. Beginning of the episode, Eve and Dawson are watching it. They are watching season one, episode five, cheating. This is where Felicity rewrites Ben's paper without him knowing, turns it in, turns into a big whole thing. Kind of funny how it sort of mirrors the episode, but yeah, that's all I really wanted to talk about. Have a great week, guys. Peace. Thank you, Dirtbag Kelly. That's so interesting. I love how he knew what episode of Felicity it was. Yeah, this is very impressive. Um, that this it was that they have the insight to play a Felicity episode that actually was relative to the episode. Yeah. And if you guys don't know, if you're new here, um, we have been. Um, I would say, I think the word that I would like to use is courted. We've been courted to cover <laughs> Felicity for wooed. Yeah, months and months and months now, not only by Dirtbag Kelly, but others as well. Yeah, as he's our, the most vocal proponent. The most vocal, I think. But there's been other vocal people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the people um, really, really want us to cover Felicity in the future. So um, with Dirtbag Kelly being the ringleader of the. <laughs> Of the Felicity parade. Yeah. Of the Felicity mob. We hear you. It is. um, It's on our minds. It's on our minds. It's not happening anytime soon. So don't get your hopes too high because we got a lot on our plate, people. It's a lot. We're doing a lot of podcasts. So it'll happen. So thank goodness we're back in Dawson and um, Dawson's room because it's been a while and Mm -hmm. I I can't live too many episodes without seeing that crusty, creepy room. Except now Eve is here and it's like, how the fuck can she still be attracted to Dawson after she saw his bedroom? I think she loves the naivete of Dawson and what he represents. Creepy the way she's like, Mm. "Ooh, you're so young. I want that young blood." Like she's. I I really, I really think that she is is a high school senior. I don't know. She can't be. How is she working at a strip club? I I don't know. I don't think that you ask questions at the strip club. So um, they're watching Felicity. Eve is very interested, and Dawson's like being a snob, and he's like turning his nose at it, Mm -hmm. and. she wants to be like, let's turn off the TV and have sex. And he's like, I want to get to know you more. Um, but, you know, you just want to watch Felicity on our movie night. I don't know. Movie night is meant to watch movies, not TV. And he wants to get to know her. It's He has very a lot of demands on this date. Yeah, and it's very much like poking fun at the the show itself because he's like, when you've oh. seen an hour of teen drama, you've seen them all. It's like, well, we're watching a teen extremely drama, meta, so. yeah, extremely meta. So, um, yeah. So basically, she says that you are just like Felicity. 
you are indecisive and you're paralyzed by some romantic notion of the way things are supposed to be and you're chatty. And she's like, the only thing that's different is that you're not in college and you're not a girl. Yeah. Yeah. You're a hero. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cheer cheer up. Uh, Will he survive unscathed? And he says they always cut to commercial on the best part. And of course, that's when we get the cuts to commercial. Very meta. This is very unlike Dawson's Creek. I just got to say it's not Dawson's Creek is not meta, you know, (laughs) I mean, it's never meta. It's always meta. Ugh, here we are. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're in Joey's room and she has like this bad dream, this nightmare where she wakes up in school. She has to run down the hall. She's trying to get into the PSAT. She's banging on the door. Dawson's taking the test. She can't get in there. And that's when her real alarm goes off. And we kind of see um, like a montage of the different Creek creeps studying. So Andy is sitting up and doing flashcards. Um, Jack and Jen are like quizzing each other which I thought was very cute a lot of the Jack and Jen stuff makes me very happy of like of all the things of season three that I'm really disliking that is one thing I'm really loving um, and then we have Pacey just sleeping in nonchalant doesn't give a fuck yeah yeah he is um, and and then this is what the exciting thing is this is the first peek into Pacey's bedroom and I just popped in a photo mm-hmm. in our like little our little photo log so we can analyze Pacey's bedroom because this is the first time we see his house so his room is somehow even crustier than Dawson's <laughs> he's a teenage boy and he's sloppy at least Dawson is tidy yeah no Dawson is tidy like he's he he's like he has a lot of stuff but at least it's orderly Pacey Pacey's room smells like it's it uh, looks like it smells like gym socks and like you know axe deodorant is that a Tom Green poster on his wall oh I that looks like what it is he has like number one his room is seafoam green um Mm -hmm. so that's one thing number two he has a bunch of posters and pictures oh a bare naked ladies Yes. album cover i that see that a naked ladies album yeah cover. i see he's that. Also that type of guy who doesn't close the drawers when he's done in a nope. like in his nightstand it's like close the drawer pc yeah. what do you do i think i see a, a skull uh a hula hoop like clothes on the ground this is so disgusting there's a lamp with no lampshade just the bulb like there is yeah. no way that andy mcphee would have stepped foot no i don't think they room. ever went to his house because it's it's like this whole time I was like, oh, um, Pacey doesn't want to go home because and take her home because of his like mean dad. But in reality, oh, yeah. it's because his room is disgusting and she would literally puke at the sight of it. Yeah, it's a mess in true Pacey fashion. I feel like this this makes sense for Pacey. Yeah, it room. makes sense. But I, I was just not expecting it. Yeah. Um, we're now in the library. We have everybody studying and Dawson surprisingly is the one who calls out standardized tests, um, for basically being like not very actually good for measuring, you know, uh, I don't know. That, that and benefiting, um, privileged Privileged people, absolutely. Privileged, rich, white folks. Yeah. Um, And this is what's stupid is the principal agrees, but he's like, but if you want to go to college, you have to do well. It's like, what the (laughs) fuck? I mean, but yeah, like that's what educators think. Like, yes, they understand how the system is flawed, but they are still required by, you know, the school systems to give tests out and um, PSATs or ACTs or 
SATs are still, I mean, I think less so now than we were when we were teenagers, but they are important to getting into colleges. But yeah. I think now it, things are starting to change, well, and actually. the PSATs were a big thing because you could get scholarships based off of your PSAT scores. Oh, really? Scores. P- Why a PSAT over an SAT? I don't know. I feel like it was because sense. of the timing of it, because they wanted to offer the scholarship mm. before the SAT. God. I remember it was I a gotta, big thing. I got to tell you, I don't think I took my PSAT. <laughs> really? I'm pretty I sure I did, so. and I stressed the hell out about it. I'm not no. – for as, like, I'm, I'm a pretty good student, but, like, standardized tests aren't always the best for me. I scored, like, okay, but not probably as well as I should have given, like – what my grades were, if that makes sense. I do not give a crap because, um, and this is the biggest comment of all, who cares about PSATs? Pacey yeah. said it. it there's in the name. A practice is in the name. I didn't give a crap about PSATs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get um, Mr. Pres- Principal Green asking Joey to hang back, and she is stressed and pressed because mm-hmm. – she wants to win the National Merit Scholarship, which apparently, as you say, yep, is important if you score on the PSAT uh, well. And she she has like a lot riding on this because as we know from as early as season one, Joey yeah. feels as though her only way to get out of the small town is if she excels and gets a scholarship and goes to a good college. Right. Too bad. My prediction is that she's probably going to wind up at the same crusty college as everybody else. What a yeah. shame. Just like Boy Meets World. Yeah. Everybody um, always ends up at the same college in these types of shows, right? Yeah. got to keep them together. Yeah, they got to keep them together. So now we have Andy obsessively reading her uh, flashcards, like reading and walking, which is, you know, a talent that only Belle from Beauty and the Beast holds. Um, and she bumps into Pacey. And Andy's like, this is not going to be one of those moments where, like, girl sees boy and feels bad and they get back together. And Pacey's like, this is not going to be one of those moments where boy feels guilty and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they basically just, like, poke at each other in not, like, a fun way, not, like, their cute banter way, like, in a, like, poking at each other in a mean way. Um, and yeah, Andy's like, well, if you want to throw everything we've, I mean, you've earned, it's fine by me. And it's like, I didn't really appreciate that dig at Pacey. I don't know. I feel like they're really, really working overtime to trash Andy as a character. And it's kind of very upsetting. (laughs) Well, uh, I don't know. Like, think about it like this. Like, say, like, you have a friend and you... she really needed to study for a test and you spend all that time working um, with that friend to study and then they just oversleep and miss the test that they're supposed to take. But it's like, I well, then why did I waste say, all that time? But I still wouldn't use the word weave. I still would use you like because, yeah, Andy helped. Him, At least she but... didn't say me. At least yeah. she didn't say all like if you want to waste all like my hard work, like it was a joint effort. Like it wasn't all Pacey. Yeah. I guess it's fair enough. I just, I don't know. I feel like this whole episode doesn't make Andy look great. Um, so, right. So we already talked about Joey getting the shot at the National Merit Scholarship and she's having trouble sleeping. She says she needs to ace exam so she doesn't end up cleaning toilets. 
Um, but the principal is like, take a night off. You know what I mean? Don't even think about it. Go have fun. And so Joey goes to Dawson because that's who she's going to go to for a fun night off. Okay, Joey, I've had some real questions about your description of fun. Um, but she's <laughs> just like, I need your help. I need a night of mindless entertainment, maybe Jurassic Park. Love that for her. Love you, Joey. Or some action movie or something. And Dawson's like, yeah, except here comes Eve. Who the fuck let her in the building? Still don't understand this. Um, and him and Eve have plans. And so he's like, oh, Joey, do you want to come? Why? Dawson? No. In what world? Joey's like, mm, no. Like, Joe, I don't even know what she says, but she's just like, never. She's <laughs> like, I might on a different planet, on a different universe. Yeah. Like, basically, um, no forever. Yeah. And she's like, no offense. And then she walks off. Yeah. I and love Eve's when people like, say no offense, and it's like very offensive. <laughs> and Eve's like, what was that about? It's like, well, it's about that you're a freak. Like, go away. Obviously, Eve, this is Joey. You know the like situation. Stop Who it. is that, Dawson? Ugh. That brunette. I've never seen her before. Oh, she's so beautiful. Um, and then football we get time. football nonsense. Football time. No Mitch, one cares. Mitch is yelling at some teen boys. And, okay, so this is... Oh, I just kicked my dog. Um... <gasps> Um, oh gosh. Is he okay? Yeah, he's having an aneurysm because of the thunder. thunder, Ollie. It's okay. Don't worry. Okay. So so Mitch is yelling at some teen boys. And okay, so this is why I've got out of this. Jack has to hug the ball and get through like 20 big guys as they try to push him down. Right. It's dumb. Um, and he's doing this, I don't know why, but he's having a hard time because anybody would have a hard time, like, going through, like, 20 yeah. different huge men. And I then- believe this is for when, like, okay, so in football, there's, like, three main, to my knowledge, there's more than three, but three main ways to, like, get the football down the field, right? You're going to throw it to your wide receiver. You're going to pass it to the running back. Or you're going to, like, rush through by yourself right so let's pretend he like throws so henry's the quarterback he's throwing it to jack jack's gonna catch it he might have to barrel through some people and i think that is why they're doing this but i feel like this would be a quarterback thing to do but maybe i'm just dumb i don't know um football experts weigh in jack is the wide receiver so he's gonna go long right so he will catch it he would only have to like bang into a few people not that's why i don't understand why it's not henry doing this i i don't mean i don't football experts weigh in is this actually thing people practice yeah but he gets um, hit and he freaking gets flipped. Flipped. Yeah, he gets flipped. And then they're like, McPhee, you're defacing the landscape. Um, and Jack's like worried that they're like picking on him just because he's gay. And apparently Mitch is like dismiss- dismissive of that notion. I, mean, I don't I think, think it's it so. Be, I don't think I don't so know. because we never got any hints that that was what it was. But I still feel like you shouldn't dismiss it outright because you don't know. You have no idea what anybody. Well, I mean, Mitch knows nothing. No. Um. So we're now at like the boat gas station. Um. We have um this guy telling like a really gross story. Give the ladies what they want. He's fucking disgusting. Joey asks for Friday off because she wants to study for the PSATs. Um, and he, of course, tells the story about how he hired someone to take the test for him. And out of nowhere, 
he asks her out for a post PSAT celebration and she like jokingly tries to find ways to like say no like she's like oh my husband doesn't like it when I go out with other people she says she's a lesbian and he asks her out on a date and she's like oh would it be okay if I just said no and he just goes yeah sure thing and at first you're like wow how very mature wonderful we love to see it but hold right on. That is not the end of this story. And I immediately hate this guy even more than I already did when he yeah. walked in on Joey changing. <laughs> well, I knew this was coming. Like, I felt as though yeah. he was definitely was interested in her. Of course. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know. Like, of course, I had a feeling that that wasn't going to be the end of the story. Yep. Of, um, I think it's kind of dickish that he's like, you can't study for your PSATs because you rejected me later on. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, So Dawson is waiting for Eve in his room and like, she's not showing up. And then she like leaves an apple and it's a red delicious and whoever eats red deliciouses and enjoys them are psychos. Um, And she's like, Oh, I'm here. I was searching for the perfect apple. Go ahead. Take a bite. Let me know if it's as good as it looks. Um, I love your impression of Eve. I think it might be my favorite impression that you do. It's my only impression that I do. We do Um, sometimes. You you do a good grams. So they go on the roof together and they're like, she's like, so tell me about that brunette. Um, I had a boy next door once too. His name is Monroe. We lived on adjoining houses on the base. And he's like, oh, you're a military bat. U.S. Army born and raised. Raised. Bred. Born and bred. Born and bred. Oh, I wrote bread. I wrote bread like the food. Instead of bread, B-R-E-D. Yeah, I was like bread. Yeah, I'm bred yeah. for this. And then we find out that it was her dad's commanding yes. officer. Yes. So, so yeah, he's a pedophile. Yeah, or, I mean, she likes going after whoever she fancies. That's what that tells me. So she's like, I have a present for you. Um, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, is it the E.T. doll? Is it another collectible? <laughs> No, and he, it's much less thoughtful than no. that. It's, it's an envelope. He's like, is it the E.T. script signed by Spielberg himself? <laughs> She's like, no. no, Dawson, call it a study aid. Yeah, it's the fucking copy of the PSAT. Who the yeah. fuck? Where did the she fucking Where did get it come this? from? This is not like, okay, let's put it this way. This is not like your history exam at Cape Side. This is a national test that is taken by the entire country. And there is a massive scholarship that goes along with it. Who the fuck does Eve know that she is getting a copy of this? I really, I don't know when to be crazy, though, if it legitimately was just like a fake test. And like she just put on oh this whole God. ruse to fuck with them. I don't know. I kind of like I, it. Um, yeah, I have no clue where this test came from. I don't know how she knows people. I don't know how she gets anywhere. She's just like literally she's a she's a she's a mystery. She is. So she hands this over. She's like, maybe you know somebody who can use it. Um, and then flash to the library where Dawson is telling the creep creeps all about this PSAT test. And Joey knows that like it's Eve that gave this to him. 
Yeah, um, we have of like course. Pacey and Andy fighting yeah. again. So and- we have like the moral squad, which right. is Joey and Andy. Right. Then we have Pacey, uh, who thinks it's like hilarious. Yes. The, um, we have Jen, who's like very intrigued and she's like, I want to peek at it. Yeah, Jen has literally like zero stakes in this. She's like, like nobody even like yeah. Like was like Jen, you need this for this. Jen's like, I don't care about the PSATs. Yes, because they all like basically have little barbs at each other. So I love this. Jen pointing out Jack's been getting beating up, and then we have Andy who wants to go to Harvard, or like if you haven't been studying because of a heartbreak, too busy getting it on is to Dawson. Um, one thing I do want to point out. Is that I feel like there's been some shenanigans. We talk about shenanigans with time in Boy Meets World a decent amount. Here, I feel like there's been sh- some shenanigans. Why is Jack taking the PSATs with the rest of them? Shouldn't he have taken them last year? That was my question. Um, I thought that Jack was would have been a senior this year. Yeah. So why is he taking PSATs? Did they are they like bouncing him back? Are they yeah. saying like maybe Jack was their age the whole time and maybe Andy was a year younger? Yeah, they haven't talked a ton about it. I'm curious to see what they do like because this is their what junior year. This is their junior year. So basically, Jack should be graduating at the end of this year. And if he doesn't, we'll know that they rewrote it to make him younger. But so then what? Like Andy and Jack are twins? No. But they could, I love be, twins. they could be Irish twins and be in the same grade. Oh, is that even possible to be Irish twins and be in the same grade? I thought they're just like a year apart. It's one could possible. be like, I guess so. Like one could have like stayed back in kindergarten. You know, it's Jack. Jack could have stayed back in kindergarten yeah. and then they could have. So they've been in the same grade the entire, their there's entire, so, I don't There's know. many ways where it could be true, but we'll find out. I'm sure eventually um, the fire. Did alarm- we even, did they even ever say that Jack is Andy's older brother or did we just assume that? No, they've definitely said it. They definitely hmm. have said hmm, it. I don't know about that. Um, so yeah, yeah the, fire the fire alarm, alarm goes. Everyone has to leave and no one so- takes the fucking folder with them. That yes, nobody takes it. But I also watched the scene like multiple times to mm-hmm. see if who eventually takes the test, like hung back or yeah. like lingered. No, or like if like potentially they like left the like we see Dawson leaving the school. If like yeah. they left behind Dawson, no. Okay. Um. Like, there was no hint. I did see her, Andy. I'll just, I was like, what is this? Why am I being like spoiler free? The people I'm going to talk. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, Andy, like, did hang back for Jack, but she didn't, like, didn't hang her back, hang back. Yeah. So, like, I wish, I don't know. I, I, I guess once again, it's like, no, they don't, don't want to make it so obvious, but it would have been fun to, like, looking for people that, are yeah. like really looking into these episodes to be like, oh, like Andy's lingering by the door. Like I see her. Yeah. But, I wonder, you know. like, did you okay, so we'll we'll get into this next part, right? So they walk back in, the folder's gone. Jen jokingly says that she took it. Pacey says he doesn't <laughs> have it. And the principal basically yells at them all to sit down. So at this point, because you haven't seen this before, right? Like, so like who were you thinking did it in the very beginning? Did you have suspects? Hmm. Did I have a suspect? Uh, <laughs> no. Like you I didn't. I, no, I think I probably thought that maybe 
maybe pace i didn't really think it was pacey yeah i feel like he's pretty adamant it's not him yeah maybe i thought i don't know like maybe i thought that like maybe i thought like eve took it just to screw with them yeah i could see that um so like i think that's what i was thinking but i definitely didn't think it was jen or jack i didn't think it was joey yeah I guess I thought it was Pacey or Eve. I didn't really think it was Andy. It, it does make sense. Yeah, um, but we'll get to that part. Later, I mean, okay, but... like a lot of people say that doesn't make sense, but I guess it makes sense. Um, yeah, I love how also the principal is like, oh, this is a McLaughlin group. Like, they're known around school for yeah. being this like very like... The creek creeps, yeah. Creek creeps, like, I don't know, like little like bickering like uh debating crew i just thought it was funny yep um we're back on the docks at joey's job and she's like overflowing the boat with gasoline um i feel like this guy definitely overreacts i don't remember what the fuck his name is and no one cares but well even the even the customers like pissed about it it's like who like does it really matter a little bit of gas calm down you can wipe it off you're in a boat they're literally right next to fucking water like i know it's not it's pollution right like pollution is not good but i'm saying in terms of like your boat your boat will be fucking fine yeah Um, so he basically gives them gas for free and says joey's gonna have to pay for it which is a real shit move and 38 dollars out of her paycheck yeah that's That's a lot that's a lot of money and she has to work tomorrow night and she knows she immediately knows because joey is a smart ass beach that she is like you're doing this because i bruised your ego she's like not used to rejection like you're a fucking asshole what is this guy's name even who cares rob rob he's a piece of shit rob rob you suck yeah um we're with jen and jack and jack's ribs are apparently bruised and she has to like wrap him up yeah. to i don't know keep his insides together and he's like i want to quit the team very, yeah, medical knowledge coming in handy for you <laughs> he wants to quit the team he wants to be a quitter he like needs to play jumanji to learn how to not to be a quitter um yeah so and um showcasing some very nice arms and uh pecs in yeah, this scene he's built yeah and yeah. and this is when jen and i again this is something I really like from this season, even though I think we both would agree this season is not as good as season two thus far. Um, I really like the Jen and Jack relationship because I think that they both kind of needed someone to lean on. And now yeah. they both have that, you know, like, you know, when there's like like such a thing as like friend soulmates, right? Like, I feel like they're good friend soulmates. Like, they kind of know what the other person needs. And so Jen is like, you know what? You were meant to play. You were meant to catch that ball. Maybe it will help them win. Or maybe you're going to help people relate to you being like a gay guy playing football, you know, breaking stereotypes. Yeah. And she says, keep holding that ball. And I really like this pep talk from Jen. Yeah, I think that the, this really helped um, Jack. I think that made him realize that there's like a bigger picture and like yeah. a larger purpose as to why he's able to catch these footballs. And he kind of gets convinced not to quit the team, um, which I, I thought was nice. But she doesn't finish her rib wrapping job, which does not please Jack. No. <laughs> Um, we're back in the library and Dawson and Eve are kind of looking for the folder. Eve's like, you're wasting your time. You're never going to find it. 
Yeah. Um, they have to hide her in desk because someone's coming. Who the fuck is patrolling the, the school? A secu- yeah, a security officer. And like, oh my gosh, of course Eve is getting like such a high off it's of like <gasps> almost getting caught. So yeah. Um, so and they're like talking so loud and like right in front yeah. of the security officer, and the security officer like somehow doesn't hear. Yeah. So she's like, um he, she is saying like basically um you know somebody stole it somebody took it it's obviously not here and there's only like a certain amount of people that would steal it because why would you steal something if you don't know the value of the object good point by eve that like people aren't just going to take an envelope right like they have to know what's inside to even realize and take it right so very good point and um yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. Yeah, how that so goes. she's trying to make him suspicious. Yeah, that she just one likes of- to stir up fucking drama. She's a yeah. shitster, is what she is. Yeah. Now we have actually, you know what? This like a part of me also felt that like Principal Green did find the test because like he was right there. He had his hand right there. So if he had looked at like the label, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he would have been. So Principal Green is has the creep creeps in his office and he's yelling at them. And it's like, oh my first week here and I already have like a national cheating scandal. Do you think this was real at all? Like, uh I mean like a for a second. Yeah. yeah. But then like Joey gets up and she's like about she's like pulling the fire alarm with like a wicked smile on her face and then it's another dream yeah yep uh so we see that um the creek creeps are back in the library and dawson is like whoever stole the test needs to return it and uh joey's basically like you know what you're blinded by how pretty eve is um and dawson's like i'm gonna leave my locker open tonight slide in the test no harm no foul i won't ask questions um, and it's like, okay, Dawson, living in a dream world over there. Um, we're back in the hallway. Andy needs to talk to Pacey, and it's important. He says he's not in the mood for a back and forth. Don't, like, Andy, like, this is a bit harsh, I think. She, like, not only gives him back a box of his stuff, but it's not just his stuff. Like, she's giving him back gifts he gave her, like the Dumbo. Not only that, but a photograph of them. Like, throw that away if you don't want it. Don't give it to PC. I feel like it's, like, twisting the knife. And I know he broke up with her, but he broke up with her because she cheated. So it's not like he broke up with her because he was ready to move on or because he didn't love her anymore. And so, like, I feel like it's kind of like taking, like, sticking him with a dagger. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. I it's a, it is like a little harsh. Yeah. Um, like obviously we all have stuff, um, like of each other's when there is a breakup. Um, typically you kind of just like give it to a friend to give to. Yeah, like she brings somebody. it into school. Like, yeah, damn. in in the file box. Like, oh no, I I did think it was a smidge harsh. Um. We also have Dawson um, calling a meeting with the creep creeps and is like, you know what? Like if one of you stole it, like just leave it in my locker by 530 and it can be anonymous. Um, and Joey is like pointing out that she feels like Dawson since he got back from Philly has changed. And, and yes, I agree with that. Like yeah. season three Dawson is not the season season one and two Dawson at all. No, no. And she she says that um she believes it's due to bleach blonde hoe bags. Um <laughs> and, spice bitch. Yeah. So she's like, you know, 
you know, you're the one that brought this, like you involved us, like you could have just given the test back, but of course you had to like play your little morality experiment and bring us all into the whole shit. So, um, good points all around. She's not um, wrong. Like that's the thing no. is she's not wrong about what he's doing. He could have just thrown it away and instead he brings yeah. it to the entire group. I know um, you you involved you made your problem everybody's problem exactly. Uh, we're back at freaking stupid football football Jack, stuff. This is what I wrote here. This is so stupid. This is I think what people are probably going to laugh at is us trying to talk about football. I said Jack is pushing the big squishy poles. Um, <laughs> Henry says Jack needs a mantra, um, yeah. and Henry wants Jack to do well for the team. And he asks if Jack is gay. Jack says yes. And Henry says he dreams about this girl every night. And Jack laughs. And of course, it's it's Jen. And Jack's like, you're a freshman. You have as much chance with Jen as I have making it through that that thing tomorrow. Yeah, the shoot. Apparently, yes, it's called a shoot. The shoot. Yeah, I um I called that that thing before a giant pool noodle. Oh, okay. I could see that. Yeah. This is ridiculous. People no are going to be clue. like, these girls no don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I, it's, I don't know. We didn't sign up for fucking football, okay? We signed up for Dawson's Creek where we were told there was no sports and then we get into season three and all of a sudden Jack's a football star and now we have to talk about mm. football. So you all are going to have to listen to it. Well, it's I one apologize. thing to talk about football, but it's the other, like all these instruments to practice with. It's yes, just... none of We don't know what these things are called. Mm. Like they look like it's a big squishy pole. I'm sorry yeah. if you know what that is named. We don't. Moving on from football. Yeah. Um, so Joey's at work and like the little bell rings and she's like, I'm coming. And it's Pacey. Pacey is drunk. Um, he drunk. demands service and he wants to pour gasoline on the box of stuff that Andy gave him and light it on fire. Like he's really upset about this whole thing with Andy. Um, yeah. Did you find he, it interesting that he goes to Joey? Here? No, no. no. Okay. All right, no. she didn't find it interesting. I, I mean, did I find it in, oh surprising? No, interesting. Sure. I'm just saying, um, like you'd think it would be Dawson. Pfft. No, you think Dawson has time to listen to PC stuff? No, but they're closer than Joey and PC are. I give it a few more episodes, and I would say probably not. <laughs> um. And he goes, our friend Andy decides she needs to cleanse me from her life to maintain her sanity. And then Pacey trips and a box, the box goes flying into the creek. Now, Did you laugh Jessica, at this? Yes, but Jessica. Yeah. You would think Seagook, he would be, Seagook is the Cape Side's number one teen killer. And you would think that he would be more careful around the docks I because know. the sea gook. He listen. It's I think he was thinking it's not from a high place. So even if he falls in the water, he'd be able to get out. But he's also drunk, like Abby yeah. was. Like so I these know, drunk I people just need to stay off the docks. The docks. Get off I the think, docks. I think people. all teens in Cape Side should beware of the gook. Beware, but also and drunkenness the docks. plus gook. Don't. Don't drink and gook, people. Don't, don't, don't drink and gook. <laughs> no, I agree. It's like he learned nothing from Abby's death. 
Yeah. Um, but I did laugh when he drops the box in the water. And then I laughed again. So he asks Joey to call his dad and say, like, he's hanging out with her because he doesn't want him to, his dad to see him like this. And then I laughed even harder when he goes to grab the picture frame and he knocks it in the water and it sinks. It's so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's my girl. Yeah, um, And he watches it as it sinks down. It was very funny. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. Um, back at school, we have Eve and Dawson going to check out the locker, see if there's any surprises in there. Eve calls Dawson a St. Bernard, um, because he believes in happy endings. And of course he opens the locker. Nothing is there. She goes, not, not all is lost, sweet prince. Bitch, stop, stop it. Um, I can't. And she's like, oh, you're so naive. Um, and I love Dawson just being like, just leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was a very like I'm a teenager. Just yeah. leave me alone, Eve. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, but I can help you. I can tell you who took it. And he's like, who do you think it is? And he's like, uh, and she's like, and he, uh, she, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, she says, who do you think it is? The first, and he's like, the first person that comes to mind is who did it, right? And he's like. Um, and yeah, he's like, well, I've learned that like the most obvious choice isn't always the right choice. And she's like, take a look at your yearbook. It's a crystal ball. The ones more likely to succeed usually succeed. The ones more likely to end up in a chain gang usually has rock breaking in his future. Welcome to the real world, Dawson, where the first person to stab you in the back is your best friend. Eve sucks. There's no validity to this strategy. She's like, first person on your mind, that's it. Did it. Like, bitch, what are you talking about? Like, she just makes shit up. And Dawson just believes her because she's good looking. Like, that is the tea. What's the opposite of digmatized? Of vaginatized. There we go. (laughs) There it is. Cootertized. Ooh. You don't like cootertized? Okay, we'll go with vaginatized. Ooh, uh, um, I mean, so it's like bejazzled, Joe- like like bedazzled, yeah. but bejazzled. Yeah. Do we like that better? I don't think I like any of these, to be honest. They're all kind of gross yeah. sounding. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at uh, Joey and Pacey fell asleep on the docks and Dawson walks up to them and Pacey goes, well, isn't it inspector? Get a clue. So and yeah, like, what I really brings loved- you to these parts in this hour. I, I loved, loved it. This too. whole scene. It was so ridiculous. I like, I guess I just really like when characters are drunk because we love yeah. the Dawson Andy stuff um, for Dawson's birthday. Uh, yes. 
and I think this ep- I love this and like the drama. Um, mm-hmm. And basically Dawson, you know, accuses him of, you know, having the test. PC jokes that he's like, oh, I have the test. And then he says he doesn't have it anywhere. It's nowhere to be found. And Dawson's like, I'm not stupid. We've been friends for 16 years. And PC's like, well, normally if you have someone who's a friend, you'd believe your friend when he's telling the truth. Right. And I feel like this is the point where Dawson should just believe him. Mm, Even yeah. if not before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so this is this is interesting. So he's like um he he's like, You brought that test to test us. He's like, You wanted to like consult your the people that you trust the most, but you like bring us into this. Um so then he's like he, he and then Dawson says, I didn't think that people would be so weak and self-motivated to actually swipe it. And he's like, weak and self-motivated? Which will I be? He's like, and Dawson says, you are who you are, Pacey. And Pacey says, yes, I am. So are you. You're a self-righteous son of a bitch who cares more about his rose-colored, defunct 1950s belief system than the people who fail to live up to it. Burn. Sick-ass burn from Pacey. I loved that. Yeah. Um, And then we get a line that I really did not like um from uh from Dawson. Real not nice line. Well, okay, hold on. Interesting choice of words coming from a smug cold hold smug, cold hearted son of a bitch who just dumped his girlfriend after she begged and pleaded for an ounce of sympathy. Is that's not the line. Right? Yes. Okay. So then it so then Pacey says, Well, at least I didn't send her father to prison. And then this is the line that I think we're all gonna have issue with. No, you just made her crazy, Hate which this. is Hate very it. over the line. And I think here's the thing. I think season two or season one, Dawson doesn't say this line. I really don't like how they're like pushing the character to go here because I feel like it's it's way over the line. Right. Well, like and what, he, what Pacey he, says isn't very nice either. But like, yeah, he didn't do anything. First of all, calling someone crazy, also very offensive. So let's throw that out there first. Right. But yeah. on top of that, to place blame on Pacey for Andy's mental health struggles is like so fucking ridiculous. That and also Dawson and Andy developed a closeness. So I don't know why. They developed a closeness. They developed a closeness. So I don't know why, like, he would even say that about his friend. No, it's really fucked up. And I kind of don't blame Pacey for punching Dawson here. Um, And then we see Dawson punch Pacey. He falls. And then finally, bitch, this bitch can sleep through anything. (laughs) That's why she has to have the largest largest fucking alarm clock or the loudest alarm clock in the fucking world. She wakes up and she finally comes out and she's like, that's enough, Dawson. This has been enough. You're too far. It's over the line. Um, She like helps Pacey, which is interesting because like usually she's on Dawson's side. It's not interesting. It it's is interesting. Obvi- it's obvious. Oh, here's that's my problem with it though is I feel like even since episode one, the show is beating us in the face with this. It's like in case you didn't see it coming, red alert, red alert, red alert, red alert. You know what I mean? Like it's too yeah. much to me. It is. It could have just developed so much more naturally. I agree. I agree. So then that's we have Joey bringing because it's too much. Okay. <laughs> There's some interest. It's interesting. So 
Pacey brings um Joey brings Pacey a Pepsi because Product this placement. whole episode was sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> um and it's for his lip because his his face is all banged up. And Pacey's like, I can't believe Dawson thinks I did it. And he's like, you know, I thought I earned anybody's respect in this world. It would have been Dawson's. Fair enough, right? Like, yeah. He knows everything he's gone through with his father, with Andy. You'd think that Dawson would give some respect to Pacey and see that he's grown. Yeah. Um, and this is really tough on Pacey. And I feel so bad for Pacey here because he basically is like, you know, if your breast, best friend, if your best friend, if your best friend thinks you're a loser, maybe I should believe him. Like, maybe I am. And I feel like this is going back to what we know about Pacey and his relationship with his family and his father specifically and always yeah. being told he's not good enough and he's a loser. And he's been told that his entire life. So to hear yes. that from his best friend has to be very difficult. Yeah, totally. Um. And, and Joey tries to make him feel better. And he says, like, look, can you just tell Dawson that, like, I didn't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm innocent. And he, and she's like, you're his friend, too. Like, you know that he's out there in the universe, like, sulking over, like, what he just did. Yeah. Um, but Pacey's like, I would never accuse him of cheating. Um, but Joey's like, well, I know that Dawson would never take the first swing. Which he- – who cares? He hit him back. Like, I feel like that's not such a big thing. But like, Dawson would take the first swing because he's hitting everybody. He hit Jack. Like, he's there hit is, people before. And he hit, he hit Scott Foley. There is no person he would not take a swing at. Exactly. Um, and yeah, and then uh, Pacey asked Joey what she thinks happened to the test, and she says she doesn't know, she doesn't want to know. Yes. There are certain things you're better off not knowing. Totally okay, agree. this is. Okay, this is a great thing. Like, would you want to know what happened to the test, where it went? Of course I would, because I'm curious. But at a certain point, if it's ripping friendships apart, to me, it's not worth it. Move Mm -hmm. on. Forget about it. Get over it. I, okay, like, if you can have, like, a magic ball that'd be, like, you can ask it who took the test if you were in this situation, no consequences really on your action on your end. Like, would you find out who it is? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, I kind of feel like I agree with Joey. Like, there's just some things that it's better off not knowing. Like, I, think- I would rather live in ignorant bliss than like think anything. It's like what what was that thing where it's like, would you want to know like when you die or your- something? No, 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 no. Oh. You're like best friends. Or, like, would you want to have, like, the ability to know everybody's dirtiest secret? No, no. But I think – I guess the question is, if I'm Dawson, yes, I want to know who took it. If I'm not Dawson, I don't care as much. Um, Mm -hmm. But then again, if I'm Dawson, it can't really be tracked back to me, right? It's tracked back to Eve. So why do you give that much of a fuck? Like, it's not like you put yourself out on the line to go get it. She did. So why do you care that much? Yeah. Um. And yeah, we have like a cute moment where Pacey's like, does my face look bad? And, and she says, on your face, any reconstruction of surgery whatsoever is a definite improvement. <laughs> of course, we have the banter back and forth between them. Um, we're now at Dawson's house. Dawson is brooding, looking at the creek. And of course, Eve shows up because she's fucking everywhere all the fucking time. She just shows up. because She's a creep. And she's like, oh, did you get it back? And that's when she sees his black eye. Um, and he's but like, she also probably found really attractive. She probably did. She's like, oh, I love when people get beat up. Um, and he says the only thing he could come up with 
uh, is her, her in that stupid test. She says she knew what she was doing when uh, she gave that test to him. And Eve accuses him of making her the villain in his story. It's like Eve, ever since you stepped foot into Dawson's life, he's made poor decisions when you're around because you're a bad fucking influence. Like, it's not hard to connect those dots. Um, And she says the stupid ones get caught. He's like, oh, it was nice knowing you, Eve. Uh, and she's, she does this thing. She's like, it terrifies you that someone so wholesome, um, could be attracted to someone so flawed and so real. Um, so, so I can't, I can't with this scene. Uh, Dawson says the purpose of them hanging out was to get to know each other better. And he says, now he knows her and he decides he doesn't really like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh, um, good. and then he walks off and she loves this. And I just yes. know she is going to ruin his life. Of course she is. She's a she, fucking shit stir. She ruiner. is going She's to literally take the ship down with her. Of course she is. She's a monster. So we'll see what happens with her next episode. Can't wait. Um, meanwhile, back to more football here. Um, at least we have some like romance involved in it. Where Henry's staring at Jen. Um, and then we get Jack has to come up with a mantra. So he did. And the <laughs> only thing that came to his mind was fug. And no, we're not saying fuck. We're saying fug with a G. What the fuck is fug? It's fucking confusing. That's what it's that is. Stu- it's, fu- it's fucking stupid. What's a fug stand for? Football under grass. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking stupid. And then we get like Jack makes it through the guys. Everyone cheers. We have Henry staring at Jen. Also, Henry's like, what is happening with Henry? Because he just yells, Fuck! And he runs towards Jen and then past her and just keeps <laughs> that going. That was so crazy. Boy, what is you doing? Like, that was nuts. I don't know. the The fug was overtaking He's him. Lost his mind. The fug took control. Whatever it is, <laughs> when, it took whenever, control. whenever I get a little rowdy, I just know the fug is taking control and coming over me. Watch and out! The fug washes over me. Yeah. And then I just become an animal, a beast. It was beast. ridiculous and stupid and didn't make sense. Um, we're now at the PSATs. I love okay. Jack and Jen slapping uh, pencils. Very cute. <laughs> they, like, did a little a little thing. Like, Andy has all of her pencils laid out. Of course she does. Very organized. That's me. I have all my pencils yep. laid out in point order. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Very satisfying. Yep. And butterfly clips. Um, oh, yeah. And then Dawson hand, gets up, hands in his test, and it's like, it's a long story. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. And then Pacey gets up, and then he hands in his test, and he's like, I left the oven on. I, I don't understand. Like, what is the purpose of this? The, I don't get it. Like for a second, I was like, is Dawson doing a thing where like he disapproves of the PSATs as a way to measure like smarts or whatever? It's too standardized. It, it Again, it's whatever. But then Pacey does it. And I'm like, is this a way of solidifying their friendship back? Why is skipping the PSATs yeah, because friends again? I don't understand. Yeah, because they're both degenerates and refuse to take the test, they're friends again. I don't understand it's the logic. It's so dumb. The only thing I liked about this scene was the song at the top of the world. I don't know the name of it, but it's like at the top uh, of the world. Yeah. It's you so and good. I 
You it's got a lot of yeah. Um. Be, so I don't understand why they walked out. Pacey doesn't even understand why he walked out. No. And because he's like, I don't. He's like, can you remind me why we did that? And Dawson's like, because if we're going to beat the crap out of each other, it better be about a chick. That doesn't answer the question, it Dawson. This is what I'm saying. It's like okay. Instead of, like, doing sprinkles to, like, lead us to the future of what we both know is going to happen, they're, like, putting huge sandwiches. It's, like, instead of crumbs, it's, like, ginormous sandwiches leading us down the path. It's, like, we all know where this is going. Beat us over the freaking face with it. Why don't you? What? the What? what? Like, the like, future of the relationship situation. Oh, the relationships? Yes. Oh, got it, got it, got Like, it, got it should it. at least okay. be over a check. Like, okay, we know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I um, know. Okay, so yeah. meanwhile, the PSAT starts, and then Andy, we, like, slow zoom past Joey, um, and Andy is, like, filling in everything super fast. Filling She's out those bubbles. <laughs> filling out the bubbles. She has memorized the test, the practice test, the fake test, yeah. the real test, the the stolen test and she doesn't even open up the test booklet and i it's like guess overkill with this. yeah all right got known it. it was her without you having to not even have her open the booklet yeah well she realizes that she's being too obvious so then she has to fill it and then she does the one of these like i know we're on a podcast but she does look to the left look yeah. to the right long yeah. lingering gazes yeah yeah That's so ridiculous. i guess this is telling me and we have some creepy music as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess this is telling me the pressure of getting into Harvard has gotten to her and she has felt the need to be perfect and therefore needs to cheat. I don't think that – I think that if she just took the test, she wouldn't even need to cheat. I think that she would have done just fine. Once again, it's a practice. She doesn't yeah. need a scholarship. Their family's rich as fuck. Right. And as Timmy sends in our, our feedback, he says, like, you know what? Cheating is practically learning when it comes to cheating on a test. He's so right. He's like this. The way she studied, like memorized these answers and like cheated, you might as well have studied. How are you going to remember like A, B, D, like in that order? It seems like unless you're writing it on yourself, which we didn't see that she was looking at like her arms or her legs or like, like no, no. she memorized it. She memorized it. You're practically studying. What are you doing? <laughs> It's like harder yeah, in a ridiculous. way. Um, um, this is stupid. Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me. So like, does this make sense for Andy? I would say maybe. Okay. Like if I'm saying like, if it had nothing to do with the fact that last season she was going through mental health struggles, if I put that aside, Andy's a perfectionist. Yeah. She is somebody that does take everything really seriously like everything's kind of a big deal for her yeah so in a way i don't feel like it's so out of character it's kind of like um the save by the bell thing where the girl takes the speed the what thing save by the bell oh jesse jesse spano takes yes. the speed she goes uh what is the song that she sings oh sugar i can't remember it oh well so it's kind of like that. That's how I think it. So like, is the question like, is this out of character for Andy? Not necessarily. However, I feel like it's a cheap shot because we already have this yeah. like foundation and it once again, for all the good work that they did last season about like showing how real mental health is, they just knock it down again because yeah. it's like, you know, 
you're not your your if you are mentally if you have mental illness then you're definitely a cheater in the sense of relationships and you're definitely a cheater in sense yeah. of it's it's to me tests. it's like one know. too many problems with andy right they just yeah. keep taking shots at her this season it's like we're three episodes in and she's already done so many things that we're all like whoa who is this version of the character you know i just don't like it for that reason alone that like we already had the cheating situation and she's being kind of harsh with pacey and giving his stuff back like it's it's one too many things i think yeah um, i know but yeah so, so what did you think so we kind of already said that we both thought this was the best of the three but to me being the best of the three it's still like not anywhere near as good as season two like it still feels yeah. very tropey i hate eve i don't need to see her on my television screen uh, at least it's fun to podcast about because it's fun to like laugh at the ridiculousness um but yeah I um, I think that we're still going to get a lot more Eve. I think that she has a lot more damage to do. Yeah. And I think that, um, I, I mean, it's definitely not as strong as season two. Um, in a way, like season three was, uh, season one was so simple that yeah. like it's almost more but there was a lot of dramatic stuff but, but and it's not as tropey season one was not as tropey as this that's true is. yeah no it's weak it's weak the characters are weak um but in if it's like is this the best episode um so far of the three it is yeah. but that's like Something we're scraping much. the the bat the bottom of the barrel here exactly um do you want to get into some feedback we have tons yeah. I love it. Um, so I already went into a little bit of Temmie's. We'll get some more long-form feedback from him as well. But Tom Palmer says he agrees with us. And he says this is his favorite episode of the first eight in season three. Eve is still terrible. And the idea of caring about PSATs is a joke. But the Pacey Dawson drama was actually brutal and possibly foreshadowing. Are these two really best friends? And it's like, yeah, I mean, like you didn't feel that much love between them this episode at all. Yeah, that's something that we've been talking about for a while. Like, there are just so many situations where I feel as though they don't resolve any of their animosity between each other. Mm -hmm. And I feel like something is a Bruin. Yeah. No, I agree. It's There's nice foreshadowing here, but I do think it's a little bit too much. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be crazy if, like, they become enemies? <gasps> oh, my God. <gasps> what happens if they hate each other? Wait, no, like, I really, like, this never, like, crossed my mind that they can I mean, actually, like, not be BFFs. We'll see. We'll see. Um, So more long-form feedback for Like the Tammy. basketball twins. What? The basketball twins. From One Tree Hill. The, what, the, the, they they hate each other. Twins. Uh, yes. Whatever. Um, Nathan and something else. Um, okay, so more long-form feedback from Luke. That's it. Uh, Temi. Um, he says so. He agreed with us. So like, how the hell did Steve or Steve Eve steal the answer sheet? She has credentials to enter a lot of places, apparently. Which I I love yeah. the shade there. That was well. Wonderful. Like, do you think that she has like a key to the school? I think do she just think knows she somebody has... who knows somebody. She seems like she knows oh. a lot of people. You oh, know? the underground of Cape Side. I I think so. I guess. Um. Yes. So. Uh, let's see. I must zip the line about PSATs other than cheating on the PSATs this way as a form of studying and takes a keen intellect to memorize all these answers. He's like, I, he, he doesn't think that you could do it. 
Um, and uh, then he says the ending scene of Dawson with Eve. Um, he's like, I love the line of um, I now that I know you, I don't really like you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and he says he, her reaction is fun to see her get a little hurt emotionally because we do see her smile at first. And then her face kind of drops when she realizes like he's not going to come back. Yeah, I um, didn't take that as her. I took that as like, I am going to fucking ruin you. Oh, okay. Could be. Definitely could be. Um, and he says, Eve was a systemic threat to the show, challenging the main character. And it seems like Dawson is regaining control. Dawson's hierarchy of placing himself as higher quality over Pacey returns on occasion. Um, we mm-hmm. saw it last in the Andy Dawson birthday puke fest. So it's always when yes. someone's drunk. Um, yeah, that's yeah. when stuff comes out. Yes, that was not a resolved fight. We were like, okay, like, how is this going to, are they going to not talk to each other yeah. for a little bit? Nothing happened of it. They like kind of just snapped back. It's like, you know, you can only poke and prod for so long before somebody snaps. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we got more feedback from Elsa. Um, Elsa has some behind the scenes information. Um, so she says Kevin Williamson either quit or was asked to quit because the behind the scenes of season two was a shit show. Scripts weren't done on time, which affected every area of production. On top of that, season one was a huge runaway hit, but with season two, it was declining in the Nielsen ratings and it was pretty controversial. Yeah. Some people thought it got way too dramatic. I could totally see that. It had a lot of stuff going on. Um, and people had issues with the Abby death storyline. Um, with season three, they brought in Alex Ganza, who openly hated the show and was very vocal about how he was just doing it for money. Um, the early season three writers room was a shit show with everyone desperately throwing out insane plot lines, some of which made it to the show like the Eve plot line, some of which didn't, thankfully. Um, but just before episode eight, there's a plot line, um, that has yet to materialize that prompted Joshua Jackson to lead the cast in a revolt of sorts. They refused to work. Production was shut down. Um, and that was the whole direction of the show was shifted and the plot line was changed. Then the showrunner was fired. And that's when we get Greg Berlanti taking over. The rest is history, as they say. The final part of the season is something beautiful to behold. So that's super interesting and very exciting that we'll get to see um like kind of a shifting around season or yeah. episode eight so we'll have to keep an eye on that i'm sure we'll that's gonna it. be very interesting to kind of watch the change of tone mid-season yeah. uh that's gonna be and you know we we um this is a 23 episode season it's a hefty a hefty one so yeah. lots of lots of episodes so if the shift happens at episode eight then that means that the majority of season three is okie dokie yeah, absolutely. Like I'm a real also I really, really appreciate the background information. I love I, it. I don't know everything, you know, so it's really nice mm-hmm. to get that from some of the fans that are, you know, bigger than me. Elsa, thank you so much for that. Yeah. I just don't understand why they would hire somebody that hates the show. It just doesn't make sense no, to me. But they've like it's the same thing with like Game of Thrones, right? Where they hired those two guys who sucked and ruined the last season because they didn't know what they were doing. I don't know um, anything about Game of uh, Thrones, but people I will agree. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, we got another message from Kimmy. Hi, Kimmy. Um, she says, I will say off the bat, it's not going to be my best work, but hey, this episode was no one's best work. (laughs) The shade that Kimmy continuously throws is like one of my favorite things about Kimmy emails. Yeah. Kimmy, Um, Kimmy is so savage. I know. And it makes sense because she says her birthday is August 22nd. So happy late birthday. Um, happy late birthday on the cusp of Leo and Virgo. 
So she says she very much identifies as a Leo, but she has some Virgo tendencies. I totally get you, Kimmy. I'd have to look at the rest of your chart, but you number things even with like one A and one B in your emails. Virgo all the way. Like that is some Virgo energy right there. Um, let's see. So in her feedback, she says, stay with me. Is Eve really a ghost or maybe a demon? <gasps> she only ever talks to Dawson. She runs hot and always appears as if from nowhere. This is the only way this storyline makes any sense. Oh my gosh. You know I'm... <laughs> because the normal rules of human interaction need not apply. I love this theory. Oh my God. You know, you know, I'm all in on this. I, love I would it. only hope a demon, a demon. Can oh you my imagine? gosh. This is very on brand with like your, um, your Abby ghost. theory. Like my you ghost. were like, Abby is a ghost, right? Because let's think about this. Well, no, Eve interacted with Pacey. Pacey's seen her. Uh, Eve also interacted with Joey this episode, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not poking holes in your theory, Kimmy. I believe in it. I believe Even in if it. Even if other people see her, she could still be a demon. Yeah. I so, mean, I'm on, I'm on board with this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, that is the only way it makes sense because Eve is literally like a demonic force that is like incepting not only Dawson's Creek, but my brain. I am, my voice is becoming Eve. I am Eve. Yeah. Uh, hey. What do you think, Jessica? Oh my God. Um, she says, I do not have enough time or energy to point out how this stolen PSAT test could never happen, but just trust me, not even Demon Eve would be able to steal a PSAT without anybody noticing. I think this is the laziest and most foolish Creek storyline in Dawson's Creek history. And I also watched the Halloween episode. Speaking of dumb, what is the dumbest thing about this episode? A, so this is multiple choice. We have either A, Dawson. That's it. Dawson as a human being. This episode is the first option for the dumbest Dawson's thing. always dumb. That's like one of I his know. main personality traits. Or B, Andy's Pollyanna only outfit choices. It's seriously a cycle of overalls. Bad, bad overalls. Cargo pants or long Mormon plaid skirts with a V-neck t-shirts with animals on them. There were other contenders, but these two are unforgivable. <laughs> This. I mean, and they are making Andy wear like the weirdest shit, like little like embroidered she looks flowers. Well. It's because they were like, oh, Meredith Monroe is aging. So we need to de-age her by like 15 years. They're like over. That is it. so rude. I, I, I'm not saying they did that. I just that's my. Yeah. That's my um, I mean, Dawson is a dumb fuck. So, hey, yeah. Dawson is very dumb in this entire episode. I agree. Hey. Um, this is a side note, but why are they wrapping Jack like a mummy? He has no bruises. This is not how you treat bruises if he did. And the next day, he's basically doing acrobatics on the school table, tying his shoes. It's small, but so stupid. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's honestly a thirst trap. They're why like, do they wrap people like that? Can someone who plays football advise why the hell they do that? I think his ribs were coming out. His ribs are so they have to. Is that a thing? Your they have to wrap wrap the ribs so that they're all together. So like he doesn't he doesn't pop a rib out and it goes through the skin. I think you could crack a rib. Can you pop a rib out of place? I am an amateur you doctor. This, you say this in the most like you're like this is hard facts. And meanwhile, we're both like we have no idea what football is. Yeah, no, it's so that his ribs don't come undone. 
I don't know that that is accurate. Now we need to know anybody who knows anything about football. We have to have some listeners who know about football. I'll ask my friend. I have a doctor friend. I will ask, can your ribs pop? um, We also need the football people to tell us why they wrap Mm -hmm. him up like that. Um, Yeah, we need to know. Maybe my husband would know, but I'm not going to ask him right now. He knows more about baseball. Um, Number, okay, next one. Poor Pacey. He's hurting so badly. I think he broke up with Andy because he thinks her cheating is just more proof he isn't good enough. And Dawson just keeps shitting on him and not apologizing. I love him so much. I just want to give him a big hug. Joshua Jackson is a squishy little, little bee. I want to just feel so bad for him this whole wish his face. He is on the struggle bus. Everybody just shits on him all day. I know. It's yeah, and it's not his fault that he's not hot yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, he still has baby face. Um, can I also say one other thing that I thought was insane? Um, like ridiculous was when Pacey is like bleeding from the mouth and he has the Pepsi and everything. That blood looks so effing fake. It is like bright, bright, like candy apple red. That is not what blood looks like, even when it's like fresh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like blood. Blood, blood. G- gives me the creeps. Yeah. Um. So I I don't I try not to look at blood. It's just like excessive. Like you whenever could have given him, like a I get, cut lip without like wipe the blood yeah. off your face, PC. Um. Whenever I get blood taken, I obviously like I always feel so queasy. Really? It yeah. Doesn't bother me as long as I'm not like looking directly at it. I like, but like I look at it, it's like I can't stop staring at it, yeah. and then I feel have sick. them put like a towel over it, you know? So no, you're not, like, no, tainted. You no. Peek. What's wrong? With I you? peek, I peek. Sadistic, masochistic, um, sadistic. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Masochist? demon. Like I'm a demon, just like Eve. Uh, and Kimmy does say T minus five episodes before the show makes sense again. But I truly enjoy laughing at it with you too. Thank you so much, Kimmy. Thanks, I love Kimmy. Thank you, Kimmy. Yes. Um and. We got an email from Linda, of course. Linda! Linda Linda. says, uh, hey ladies, going with the theme of this episode, let's start with a multiple choice question. Oh, I love this. Okay. Wait, this is our third question on our PSAT. Oh my gosh, we are going to ace this test. No need to cheat. Um, She says, Eve is, okay, so we have A, B, C, or D, multiple choice. A, a lovable and relatable character. B, runs cold. C is not creepy at all, or D, not of the above. I think it's D. It's definitely D. Is it um, D? It's yes, that is definitely the correct answer. Uh, uh she is she runs really terrible. cold. We hate her. Um, she says, speaking of themes, I love how other people have mentioned Sweet Valley High because whenever I see Eve come on the screen, I hear look down any crowded hall, you'll see there's a beauty standing there. Uh, there is really she is. Wait, hold on. Let me read that again. Look down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing there is really is she really everywhere or just a reflection in my head? That must be a quote from Sweet Valley High. I'm sorry. Maybe it, it has the it's a theme song. Look over there. Is it a teen? I don't think so. It's Eve. I really hope that that is true. <laughs> Um, so she says uh on to some none of the above random thoughts felicity it's a sign you guys need to do it next oh my gosh you know what linda you're not the only one who thinks so 
Um, uh, yes. Uh, she, she says, dude, buzz off Joey. Can Dan, uh, she could do better than a 35 year old who pays people to take practice tests for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she says, Andy's bedside photo, um, of her and PC sinking. Can you please stop stabbing the heart for five seconds? <gasps> oh my gosh. Wait, she, I feel like she, Oh, the okay. The when photo, sinking, the photo sinks. Sinking. I know it's so sad. It's like the um, like the Titanic, the heart of the ocean sinking down. It's yeah. like the same shot. Like it no, is. it's so dramatic. Uh, she said she loved the line. Um, Inspector, get a clues, clues, clues to O. Sorry, I messed that up. Uh, for you, uh, Linda. Um, and uh, so she's like, she's like, yeah, of course, Dawson sucks once again. Dawson thinks the worst of Pacey, weak and self motivated. Um, is he? Uh, I think she means, is he kidding me? I can't tell what she's writing there. Um, <laughs> excuse me, Dawson cascading bangs Leary. Did you just say Pacey made Andy go crazy? Did this fool call Andy crazy? Oh, hells to the no. <laughs> I hope and Linda gets into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. She says Jack has harnessed the power of Fug. Does, some, does she know something we don't know? What the fuck does Fug mean? <laughs> Fug is so big that we can't possibly understand the fug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she also, very good point by Linda. She says, Pacey always forgives Dawson way too quickly for treating yeah. him like crap. It's true. And she says, I do love the song. Just like I said, Linda, we're always on the same page. Um, during this scene, though, the Juliana Theory is one of my favorite bands. Uh, back to what, what she said about Pacey. I completely agree. He forgave Dawson way too quickly quickly for forgetting his birthday it seems like he's always the one doing the forgiving and it's really frustrating to watch yeah it is frustrating i mean all the time and it's always like in a friendship when this type of stuff arises there's always one person who always apologizes first yeah and i feel i feel for pacey i feel so bad for him yeah, no, you're you're right. It is it's always Pacey that's the one getting clobbered in this situation. Dawson never apologizes ever for no, anything. Because he doesn't think he's wrong. That's the thing. Is he just always thinks he's right about everything. Yeah. Um she says the show uh really said in case you missed the memo, Andy McPhee is a cheater and she cheats on boys and on tests. Missy miss me with this OOC nonsense. Andy would have never stolen the test. So that's what Linda thinks. Linda thinks that Andy wouldn't steal that test. I mean, she does value morals but also she has a need to be perfect so i think it's a little touch and go yeah i mean i guess i could see it i just i don't you don't think that she would steal it i think you think that she's like a good girl i think it's a bit much much i think you're you're a person that really sees yourself in andy at times yeah and i wouldn't steal a test you wouldn't steal it no i think it's different if I think it's two things. I think it's both her stealing the test and then her lying to everybody about stealing the test. I feel like it's like so much. I think Mm -hmm. Andy, because I do feel like I'm a lot like Andy, I feel like she's more likely to in the moment be taking the test and being like, oh my God, I don't know this answer and like sneak a peek at the test next to her versus stealing an entire test, memorizing the whole thing. You know what I mean? It just seems a bit much. Yeah, I could see that. Um, let's see. Thank you, Linda. Oh, and I think we got, yes, thank you, Linda. And I think we got an email from Stefan. I think this might be from, is this from last episode? Because I feel like 
This is from the scene. He's mentioning the scene between Dawson and Joey where he gives her like the shark necklace. Um, and he says he totally had a Dawson Joey relationship where they were simultaneously friends slash soulmates slash don't talk to each other slash hooked up, blah, blah, blah. Somehow mine may have been even more fraught. And worst of all, it lasted 10 years. Oh, no. 10 years. Over. Oh, gosh. And he says, P.S. I'm the Joey. Yeah. Dawson sucks. Okay, wait, is this now or we know it an advice hotline? I think we talked about this and we decided for liability purposes it'd be a very oh. bad idea. However, okay. get out of the situation, Stefan. We are not psychologists. We are not advice professional advice givers. However, it sounds toxic and it sounds like something that you're not enjoying. You don't want to date a Dawson. You don't want to date They're a Dawson. They're very self-involved. Yeah. Dawson only thinks about himself. He's not very nice to his friends, especially lately. No. No, I no. I do have an update from Dr. Michelle. Oh, amazing. What does Dr. So I Michelle said, have to say? Okay. So I said, <laughs> I said, can your ribs come undone? Like, can they pop through the skin? And does rep- wrapping help that? And then she says, sorry, but what? <laughs> I said, why do people? So then I was like, Claire, why do people wrap their ribs when they're hurt? Is it so your ribs don't pop out? She goes, no, it's because any movement hurts and it braces them oh. as in stabilizes them. See, I told you they couldn't just pop out like that. And then, <laughs> and then she said, who hurt the ribs? And I said, Jack from Dawson's Creek. And she says, let him know. I hope he feels better. <laughs> Well, there you go. Thank you so much, Dr. Michelle, for writing in to tell us all of that useful information because we yeah. have no fucking idea what is going on in the medical world. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They um, stabilize. That was all the feedback we received. Thank if you, you would so like much. to send in feedback, please do. You can find us on Twitter at Shanani's Pod, on Instagram at Shanani's Pod. We have an email account, Shanani'sPod at gmail.com. We also have a website www.shitnightspod.com we have so many ways for you to reach us please do voicemails we love to get them we'll play them on the podcast because we love to hear from you all so we really appreciate all the feedback thank you so much everybody thank you Um, fashion fashion hour hour. fashion hour we have our first award the rachel green award for the most 90s outfit my first nomination is jen now jen is wearing a very interesting top because back in the day this style was so popular so this like fabric was i think it was like polyester it was like a little stretchy yeah and like at first there was like a panel and it was always like very colorful with like a lot going on usually like i had ones where it was like butterflies i had ones that were like flowers but the sleeves are black and then the back panel is black so this was very popular in the late 90s slash early 2000s jen is wearing a shirt that the front panel is like teal with like um some sort of like there's like some oriental like symbols i think there's some like mandalas like it's very like and once again, like that sort of like Asian inspired fashion yeah. was very popular in the ni- late 90s. So um, she's also wearing some dark jeans that are like a boot cut and some black boots. Her hair is just looking 
better and better each episode. Uh, thank goodness for that. Yeah. And it's like straight um, now. It's not as curly as it has been the past couple. Of yeah, years. yeah, yeah. She like strained it a little. She's what do you one of those like PC parts where it's not like straight down the middle? It's kind of zigzaggy in a way that looks oh, accidental. Wait, she does have a zigzag part. Yeah. Love a zigzag part. Um, what do you I, think of Jen's outfit? I gotta say, okay, as much as I love like the dark jeans on her and her hair is improving, I really hate these style of shirts where there's something. It's like a pet peeve of mine where there's like something on the front but like nothing on the back. It's just like yeah. laziness. But I do think it's like it's not a bad outfit. I just really don't like that style of. But shirt. it was of the. Did you not have it? Oh, no, I, I had, know exactly what it is. I had this. I have a version of this. Yeah, I just it's not for me. Not anymore. I mean, like I had pictures of it. Yeah. Uh, my next nomination is Eve. Eve is always a plethora of interesting 90s outfits. But this one is the one where they're in the library and they're sneaking around. And I chose it because she is wearing like 500 chokers on her neck. <laughs> so um, many chokers. Her shirt is like this little like purple tank top with like flowers on it. Yeah. She's wearing a ton of like chunky silver jewelry her um her little eyebrows are one sixteenth of a inch thick um and her <laughs> hair for the gods <laughs> very plugged and wearing jeans but like what what do you think about this outfit from from eve yeah like eve has never worn sleeves in her life like this bitch no. doesn't know what a sleeve is no she doesn't like to wear clothes no so, so she's gonna wear as least amount of clothes as possible and as many chokers as possible all um, the chokers I, I like the tank top i think it's a cute tank top but like oh my god i'm i can feel like something closing in around in my neck just staring at the amount of chokers that she has on right now it's too much yeah. Um, my last nomination is for the Rachel Green Award is Andy in the last scene. Now, um, but we have the butterfly clips. We have this pink little mocked turtleneck shirt. We have a overall dress uh, with like white straps. I think this one is pretty adorable. It's short too, short for Andy. I think it's cute. I love the butterfly clips. I mean, I here's the thing. I think the watch is hideous. That like green oh yeah, a watch. big, a big chunky green yeah. watch. They her butterfly really, clips coordinate with her outfit. I think if you did, okay, hear me out. I think if you ditch the butterfly clips and like give her a better hairstyle, and instead of doing the pink shirt, you do something like a tank top or something. This could be fashionable. It's because it looks like so childlike when it's like overalls mixed with long sleeves. It looks like you're covering up your whole body. That's what mm -hmm. makes her look so young. Um, but I do think it's cute and I do love the butterfly clips. And simply because of a butterfly clip matched with an overall, we know I'm giving the point to Andy here. Wow. Congratulations to Andy. Mm -hmm. Next up uh, is the Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness Award. My first nomination, again, is Eve. This time, this is in the beginning where they're watching Felicity. She is wearing a simple minimalistic red tank top, some adorable blue je um, jean shorts that are like frayed at the bottom. Very, very cute. Um, her and she's wearing like just some simple silver hoops, which are very back in style as well. Um, and some sort of like suspicious bracelet. It looks like one of those bracelets that you go to a country fair yes. and like they 
slap it on you to like you get like free rides or something yes um but what do you think about this outfit from eve this is a cute outfit this is definitely a timeless outfit i've everybody wears these types of like short shorts that are frayed the tank top is like a very cute i like red on nearly everybody i feel like it goes well with her lip color um like tiny hoops like all of this is very very timeless um, I really like this outfit. Yeah. And somehow, like, even though she's wearing short shorts and tank top, it's still more clothes than she normally wears yes, somehow. Yeah. So um, my next nomination is Dawson. Now, I chose this outfit because I feel like this is the most timeless outfit that we've seen of Dawson's because typically Dawson is like wears the same thing. He wears an overshirt, but that's plaid and yeah. an undershirt. This, this, he's wearing a simple t-shirt with a gray like it's a blue t-shirt like a navy t-shirt that's a v-neck with a like gray collar and like at the sleeve cuffs like at the where it ends like a little simple gray detailing there dark wash jeans that don't look very baggy at all some boots he has a nice this one is the only watch today that's not ugly as heck this is like just a nice simple silver watch probably with like a leather band and I think that even though he has the cascading bangs, I think that this is a great look for Dawson. I think this is one of the best looks we've ever seen Dawson in. Like, he looks very modern. And I like that he's not yeah. wearing 70 layers or any beige. Like, it's a nice yeah. look for him. It looks more polished than I feel like he's ever looked. Very, like... Yeah. Um, very like Ralph Lauren or like, um, like polo, like very like preppy guy, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge improvement. Very impressed. My last nomination in this category goes to Jack. Now, Jack, uh, it's not wearing much, many clothes in this picture, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, so this is the bathroom scene when they're wrapping the ribs because they popped out out of his eyes or whatever. Um, now he is wearing some simple Nike basketball shorts mm-hmm. and he's topless. Now you, you, you might, and of course his, his like little rib wrap. Now you might say, Sarah, why, why, there, why this is the fashion awards. This is not the thirst awards. And I say, hello, look at his arms, people. Enough said. <laughs> this is just the thirst trap. That's all this is. Okay. Um, he looks hot. He does. He looks very good. Don't get me wrong. His arms. I feel like have we not given? Oh well, we did it to Mitch. I think is when we gave Mitch points that he like probably didn't need because he looked like good. And I don't want to fall. Here's the thing. I probably would have given the point to Jack if, but I feel like we have to. As much as I didn't like Dawson this episode, I really feel like Dawson's improving on his outfits. And so I feel the need to reward him. And as much as I think that Jack looks amazing here, and he does, I just feel like Dawson has earned the point more. And so I have to give it to Dawson. As much as he pissed me off this episode, he did earn it. I mean, like, I can't say that I'm a little, I'm not a little disappointed. I'm sorry. It had to be done. Okay. Congratulations, Dawson. Um, Now, if you think this Fashion Awards is done, it is not because... We have a um, Hall of Shame winner yes, over we here. Do. Now, this is a very confusing look from Jen Lindley. I was horrified. Um, this is the scene where we're fugging it up, and Jen certainly fugged it up with this outfit. She's not she, even wearing school colors. She is wearing her hair is looking haphazard. Oh, yeah. 
her she's wearing a red t-shirt underneath a black uh cami with pink stars on it the red t-shirt peeks under the cami then she's wearing like and it's like scalloped at the bottom too scallop there's some scalloping then she's wearing these really big like track pants that rip away pants or pull away away pants pants, but there's they're black with like a red uh, like a burgundy stripe and these shoes look green and i don't even know what's happening and her hair looks terrible and she looks like shit and she's wearing a big chunky red watch it's like jen what are you doing here's the thing i would fuck with these pants but jessica i would (laughs) hear me out I would fuck with these pants. You would fuck. There you go. I would fuck with these pants. But like mainly for the lols of like ripping them off. And also because they do look cozy. Like these are like stay at home pants. These are like I'm going to go work out in my basement. I don't do that. But some people do. I'm going to go work out in my basement pants. These are not parade around in front of other human beings with a shitty ass cami over top of a fucking scalloped t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all bad Jen we were so proud of you for getting your hair under control and then you did this and it's all bad it's very bad I hate it. it's insanity yes hall of shame Jennifer it's come terrible. on now Jennifer why are you leaving the house looking like that it's Jennifer no Grams loves it she's like Jennifer you're wearing so much clothes it looks lovely <laughs> Jennifer you're covered up today Add thank another you sweatsh- sweatshirt on top of it <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. uh, so those those are our fashion I awards that, today. I think that outfit is the epitome of what this episode was. Oh, <laughs> watch it, and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, that's about right. There we go. Yeah. So listen, we're like we we're up to episode four next uh next time, which is called Home Movies. We making a porno, girlfriend. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you are going to be like, yeah. I knew you are going to be like, oh, yeah, they're doing it. They're doing they're, it. They're making no a porno. One's, no one's doing it, but Eve's going to course Dawson into getting into some trouble. Alrighty. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see. Um, Yeah. We're like midway. After next episode, we're midway through what we're told is the trashiest part of Dawson's Creek. And we'll get into the good stuff. I'm still enjoying the bad stuff. Like, I still think it's fun to poke fun at it. Right. Yeah. I I mean, I still look forward to watching. I still look forward to discussing on the podcast because it's just like a freaking dumpster fire. And it's fun. Yeah. I I felt like this episode was a fucking good time. And I'm really happy that we got to spend it together. Please, someone tell us what the fug fug means, because I'd love to know. And maybe they're just like maybe they use it as a way to get around not being able to say fuck on TV. Do you think? Maybe, perhaps, know. perhaps. Um, what else do we have going on, Sarah? What else? What was going on this month? What's go- what's going on next month? What's happening? Yeah, um, we had a great month uh, covering some Robin Williams movies. We came out with uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. We just dropped last week Jumanji with Naomi Calhoun, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, We have some Halloween content scheduled for next month. Um, We covered last year Halloween Town and had a fucking good time covering that, just making fun of it. And we're we're back, baby. We're gonna we're gonna watch this shit show and uh, give our thoughts about Halloween Town too. And then later in the month, we are going to. 
watch Interview with a Vampire with Sarah Carradine. So that yes. would be very fun. Jessica and I have not seen it. So no, I'm it's very excited. new for both of us. And we are starting season four of Boy Meets World this week. So we're very excited mm-hmm. for that. Um, and then, of course, we're going to just trug through the mud. Um, some would say fug through the mud. Um <laughs> Who would <laughs> to, say that? I don't know. Me. <laughs> now I will. Uh, and through the next eight episodes, of seven episodes of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, we'll and get, it. it'll be fun. get over the hump, but it'll be fun. And uh, you can follow us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram. Send in feedback. Uh, check out our website. You can follow me at Sarah Ferguson. Jess, yes. what about you? I am at the Jess Sterling. You can also hear my voice if you'd like to on community building over at Post Show Recaps. We took off this re- this recent week, but we'll be back next week um, with probably my least favorite episode of season two, um, but it's still a decent episode. So that should tell you about the quality level of season two of community. Um, so definitely go check that out. If you are a patron of Post Show Recaps, you can also hear me on um, Post Show Recaps Theater talking about the future um i talked about that with josh and ariel it was a lot of fun um that is kind of like an unwinding podcast like if you're just in it for the hot mess express experience go listen to it we go off topic all the time it's very fun and entertaining if you're not a patron you definitely should be because if you want to hang out with me 99 percent of the time you can find me in the psr discord which is at the ten dollar level of the patreon we're almost at a year actually the wow. patron is almost at a year so definitely join us for the anniversary um a lot of fun things planned a lot of fun things going on there if you're into D, i'm still trying to get sarah into D. it will happen because now fairies exist and you could be a fairy and we all know that's exactly what sarah wants um so definitely go check that out as well i think that's all i have for the plugs I'm going to go make some dinner soon. So I'm going to let you all out of here. Skedaddle. Go on. Um, go say fug and run through some squishy poles. I don't know. I'm ending this podcast in a really weird way. Okay. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know what's happening today. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.